On this episode of the 132 Breeze podcast, we are talking college football. Is Miami back? We got a banner watch for UCF and a little bit of news out of the Big Ten. Also an NFL football breakdown, the Bears and Packers wins. Take a look at some of these surprising teams and disappointing teams uh, through the first two weeks. Check out what is in store for week through week three. A little NBA action. Uh, little information on Giannis winning the MVP. Of course, we got everyone's favorite segment, Cases Corner Kick, and a couple throw-ins to send us away. All right, let's start the show. With another episode of the 132 Priest Podcast. As always, this is Marlo joined by Casey. Casey, how are we doing tonight? Doing pretty good, Marlo. Another NFL Sunday. Slightly more sports filled weekend uh, than, than last. A little bit more into college football. Uh, a little bit of golf in there with the U.S. Open. It was it's a great weekend, Marlo. I'm excited to be here talking with you and with our fellow fans. Well, I'm not talking yeah. with them, I guess. I'm talking with you, and they're hopefully, hopefully, all of them are listening. I'm very excited about the yeah. next probably far too much time that they're going to spend listening to this. <laughs> That's the way to kick off the show. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is It is a way. That's yeah, right. It is a way. All right. Well, we're here. How about, how about you, Milo? How are you doing? I, I'm doing well. I yeah. am doing well. Pretty, pretty decent weekend. And sitting here doing pretty well in fantasy. I know you're sweating out some games here. <laughs> you're sweating some things out coming down the wire. Uh, but... You know, we'll get into it. Like you said, a little more into college. It's big news, and and yeah. and in uh, NFL has been has been it's been good. So yeah. I feel like fall is in the air. There's football in the air. It's kind of weird, but it's all back. Yeah, there was definitely. Uh, so last weekend was a little bit cool too. So we had the coolness a little bit, but I, I noticed the kind of early afternoon shadows. They're back. Those yeah. afternoon shadows. Are back, so that's making it feel a little bit more fall-like uh, again with the, the cooler weather as well. But uh, the, another another step, I guess, towards towards into fall. I guess we're already feels like we're already in fall, so another step into that. So yeah, but we had college football back, Marlo, and you said there was some big news this week. Did I miss that? Uh, maybe I don't know. You got, <laughs> I I got a pretty emphatic text from somebody on this podcast. Yeah, uh, when this news <laughs> dropped. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah. yeah, so the Big Ten has a third iteration of their schedule yeah. because they're back. The Big Ten they're is ba- coming back. I, I believe the text or message was, let's go with a lot of O's and then an L snuck in at the end. So it was yeah. like I was like a, a Spanish sports uh, or soccer announcer where I was yelling goal really loud. Yeah. Um, but I was excited. Uh, we're going to see, barring another, I guess, change of mind, it uh, Change of the wind direction. I don't know how sh- confident you can feel about any of this, Marlon, but it sounds like we're going to get Big Ten football. We're going to get Wisconsin football starting October 24th. Yeah. Football is back. Are you all in? Because you got excited. I still wasn't there, but you got me excited. <laughs> so if this goes away, I'm blaming you. Yeah. No, I'm excited for sure. Uh, I think we're kind of seeing... Well, I'll start with why I'm excited, and then I'll kind of take it back a little bit. So I'm excited yeah. because, you know, I got a schedule on my screen. I yep. can look at. I can write down on my calendar. I don't write down any calendars. That doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I can look at my screen, and I can Open re-look it up every time I forget and need to look at it again. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I don't I think as I'm watching other college football games happen, it makes me feel like, why can't the Big Ten do this if I'm seeing these other conferences do it? So that's my kind of why I'm excited. Now I'll take it back a little bit because there's no time built in this uh, into this schedule for a postponement of a game, mm-hmm. uh, which was the whole problem with canceling when they did, uh, which we don't need to go back and relitigate that. But there's this is every week. There's no bye weeks from 
October 24th through December 12th. Uh, yeah, December 12th. Yep. Yeah, a lot of cold, a lot of cold games there, but uh, there's no there's no time to postpone anything if there is an outbreak on a team or a couple cases or something like that. Um, I think we're seeing that happen in some of the other uh, schools. I think North Carolina right had a, had a game postponed, if I'm remembering correctly. Uh, but that's t- there's time in their schedule. It's not for the Big Ten, so that's my. I guess taking it back. I think it's going to happen because I'm seeing other schools kind of be able to figure this out. But I'm worried about it because of the Big Ten has painted themselves in the corner where now we have to have it work out perfectly or yeah, what? Right. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that, but it's here. Uh, like you said, I get this. I'm staring at this. Uh, I don't know what they call it. This schedule, the way they presented this graphic schedule is pretty wild. But I'm looking at it, full teams, everyone's schedule, countdown to October 24th is officially on. Uh, We're we're back to less than a month away of football, (laughs) Big Ten football. And, yeah, I hope hope it works out perfect. I hope we get there. Um, So now I watch every week being like, okay, this is where football is at. Where's the Big Ten going to be at once we start? Yeah. the schedule. Gotta say it's relatively light. Yeah. Wisconsin's going to the Big Ten Championship. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're missing the big two crossovers, right? We don't play Penn State. We don't play Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, we do have, we're at Michigan. Yeah. At Iowa. Those are tough. At Northwestern, always a bugaboo game. Uh, well, but, yeah. Well, that begs the question is the atmosphere better now at Northwestern or before? Yeah, I guess it's probably better, right? Because you're expecting, <laughs> you're yeah. used to the lack of excitement from the fans at the games. It's probably better, uh, less chance to 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 trip you up. Uh, and that game is going to be on the 21st of November, um, not a lazy September afternoon. So that's yeah. those things probably make it feel more in line with your other games, right? Yeah, and then also everyone has a Thanksgiving game because we have to, because the Big Ten has to. So that's something to look forward to, to, a full Big Ten slate on, a, on Thanksgiving Saturday. Nice. Um, we talked Nebraska. <laughs> Nebraska tried with, I don't know what happened there, but they pissed off the Big Ten, and now their schedule is awful. Um, so there you go, Nebraska, you get that. They got Ohio yeah. State and Penn State and at Iowa. Um. Yeah. Good luck. Um. Who else? What else? I, yeah, really I guess they're that. they're kind of living the opposite side of that uh, yeah. of our I guess fortune. Um, having to play Ohio State and Penn State, although no Maryland Rutgers on either of these schedules that I'm looking at. So they got. I presume they play somebody, but I don't. <laughs> I don't see it on here. So we don't we don't get those. Those are always the best. Those cross those crossover years when you have both yeah. Maryland and Rutgers. Oh yeah, that was, this is, I mean we get this is pretty great. We get Michigan and Indiana, so that's that's that. I mean it's pretty good. So yeah, yeah, I it's I think it's a pretty light schedule based on what the little I know about our team. It's kind of weird not to know a lot about team and starting to know about these other teams out there on college football yeah. on Saturday. But um, yeah, I, I pick up the schedule. I'm checking off wins and then a bit like mostly wins and like two maybes. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll maybe throw another maybe another maybe at you uh, in there, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of kind of on the same page with you. I think that the the at Michigan at Iowa uh, are are maybes, um, and then I'll combine two other games into another maybe. Okay. <laughs> so that's half the half the schedule maybes. No, uh, I'll throw Minnesota and Nebraska into another maybe. We should win all the games against the. Illinois and Indiana teams, so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna say. So, all right. Even with so so, what is it, Marlo? It's we still have the divisions, and then it's the two. So the postseason is a little different, um, right? It's the yeah. the Big Ten championship, and then the divisions two, three, and four are gonna play each other, right? Wait, what? Is that right? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, yeah. There, it's like so. There, I think it's the what they're doing in lieu of bowl games. 
Now oh, you're making me doubt this. Big Ten Championship Week. No, okay. Now you're making me doubt this, but I, I swear I read that. Uh, so the, there's going to be the Big Ten Championship game, but then the second place team in each conference will play each other, the third te- third place and fourth place for like a quasi, you know, I, I don't know. What's the game? Another game in? Get another game in. But they're pretend it's a bowl them. game. Can go play a, the Cotton Bowl or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, yeah. I had another. I had another friend. I had a friend group that when this came out, they took then the, then the schedule came out, and they're like, the, the, <laughs> "I thought it was a great quote. I forgot who said, it, so I can't give him credit." But they said, uh, "This is the. This will be the year Wisconsin makes the playoffs, just so that none of us can go go and see it in person." Yeah. Well. That's probably better when they get their butts kicked by whoever they Maybe that maybe that will be for the better. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think a chance just peaked. The Iowa schedule looks a little tougher. Um, I, you got to figure we're favorites at least to win win the West again, uh, which I think we should just kind of expect every year. But you know, looking at the schedules, it's I think it's set up pretty nice for us to do that. Yeah, which is giving me expectations, which is making me nervous. All yeah, right. you know, agreed, agreed. Um. All right. Well, we had are, anything else on the Badgers, Marlo? No, that's it. It's it's game time. All right. There were some other games, actual uh, NCAA football games. We said it was a little bit better. I, well, first of all, I made the mistake of trying to watch a Syracuse game again. I swear to God, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> um, they're not they're not fun to watch. For some reason, I thought they were going to be somewhat entertaining. They were not. Uh, so I've given up on them. There needs to be other games on at, at 11. It sounds like we're going to get some Big 12 games next week. But we had some games, Marlo, this week that you you at least found interesting. Yes. Um, well, the first one was, yeah, the first one interesting was the nightcap game, Louisville yeah. versus Miami uh, in this yeah. matchup. And Miami came out. And guess what, Casey? Miami's back. Ooh. My, Miami is back. Just <laughs> it actually was an entertaining game if you like offense. Um, yeah, it kind of it was you know up and down uh, throughout Miami. I'm trying to think of their quarterback's name that oh, forget. King. He's electric, yeah. outstanding. Um, but yeah, Miami's back. Yeah, I <laughs> I knew you were going to say this. Uh, I root against Miami. All of the time, but especially now, so you can't say that they're back. But uh, here they beat, beat Louisville. The uh, they were both ranked in the teens, right? It's like fourteen versus eighteen. I'm looking seventeen at the, versus eighteen. Right, yeah. Seventeen, eighteen. I'm looking at the rankings now and their new rankings. Um, but this is so. I'm going to transition a little bit from talking about Miami back to talking about how the rankings are fraudulent and they don't mean anything, uh, especially in this game. Seventeen, eighteen. I looked at this and I was like, here we go. We're going to have, you know, a quality matchup, and it, I guess it was a little bit more back and forth than I'm, I'm kind of remembering at the time, but it seemed like Miami just kind of, Louisville came back a little bit at the end, but it just felt like this isn't a real, it didn't feel like 17-18. We look at the teams at the tail end of the top 25, Marlo. We got Louisiana in there, Army, Kentucky's in there, they snuck back in, they haven't played a game. <laughs> we had uh, Marshall, who did Marshall play, what was they got their first win against a ranked team since yeah. like 2003 because they beat Appalachian State, who was ranked. Like, <laughs> what? records are falling, Marlon. It's all fraudulent. It doesn't count. And I'm the guy who says that everything should just count because we're all dealing with this weird, this incredibly <laughs> weird situation. But this is ridiculous. And now we look at the rankings, Marlon. Marshall's ranked fantastic. Two and zero Marshall. They beat that tough ranked Appalachian State team that I just mentioned. Yep. But the AP poll does not have Big Ten teams. Coaches poll snuck a couple of them back in. It's very strange. Strange times to be looking at rankings, Marlo. Yeah, rankings are weird. I think we we did talk about the show last night. We talked while we were getting ready uh, about about the rankings and you know come some of the teams that are in there because the big uh, the Big Ten had fallen out. The Pac twelve was out. Um, but yeah. The coaches poll putting yeah. the <laughs> putting Big Ten back in there. So Wisconsin ranked at number seventeen. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> wasn't ranked last week. Good job, boys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ohio State coming in as, as a top ten team. Um, yeah. 
after not being yeah, ranked so, last look, week. Looking at this again, well, they're a top-ten team, but they have two first-place votes somehow. Yeah. <laughs> so Fantastic. Doesn't make doesn't make any sense. Louisiana's still hanging in there at two and zero in the coaches' poll. So congratulations to congrats to Louisiana. Yeah, you know, like Maybe. Pitt's two and zero, ranked in the AP poll and not even not even on the rankings in the coaches' poll. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, great great stuff. <laughs> great stuff. Rankings frauds. It's all fraudulent, but it all figures itself off out by. Actually, uh, what the hell is going to happen when? We get into December, and the Big Ten's still playing. Everybody yep. else is done. Yeah. And then Wisconsin wins or Ohio State wins. Penn State, you know, any of the Big Ten teams win. Are they going to jump up? Are they going to? It's going to be very strange because everything's not moving at the same time. Uh, that will be that'll be really strange to watch. Yeah, it's all going to be weird. It's all going to be different, but we're going to have football. Um, yeah. Another electric team, another team to watch, Casey, UCF. Of course. We have started it. It's championship watch. They're ranked at 14, speaking of rankings. So a top 15 team taking down taking down a Power 5 Georgia Tech team on Saturday. There you go. Um, away at Georgia Tech, by the way, who have fans. So it's, it's a true away game. Still tough, yeah. True away game. Actually, true away fans. game. So yeah, just looking electric. So the... Official national title watch for or banner watch. It's called banner watch because they'll put up a banner no matter what. There you go. Um, nice is, is on for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm here for it, Marlo. Yeah. Speaking of soft schedules, oof, uh, I guess a tough road game at Memphis and first of 14th ranked Cincinnati. Is that right? <laughs> can't be right. Yeah, we're at Cincinnati ranked 13th. I don't need to get back into the rankings conversation, Marlo. But my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll keep that banner championship T-shirt watch on for uh, UCF. It's good to have it back, Marl. It's good yeah. to have it back. Uh, all right. That's college football, I think. Yeah. All Happy right. Big boys. Let's go to the pros and another winning weekend for the podcast, Marlo. Yeah. Um, podcast 4-0. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So let's start with your Bears in uh, – I guess I don't want to tee it. I'll tee it off as what looked to be a comfortable win that turned out to be closer than probably expected. Yeah, it was probably another, that you thought halfway through. Yeah, it was another close call. Um, we, they had the kind of fight, and it was the same, same, same as last week where the where the Giants this time had the ball in the red zone at the end of the game um, to to win the game and were unable to. Defense kind of stepped up on this one more than they did last time. But, yeah, it was another close call that I didn't think it was going to be. The first two quarters were going swimmingly. Mitchie had two yeah. good quarters this time, so that's more than just the one. It just happened to mm. be the first two quarters <laughs> of this game. <laughs> um, he was playing around, and I was trying to get a stats apartment on the first half stats because I remember those being very well, but it looks like a wash after you add in the second quarters that's they're not as good or second half stats they're not as good but throw for two touchdowns but also had those two interceptions um but the defense played much better than than last week um obviously mm-hmm. holding them holding them on to those 14 points um so things are you know things are looking up Mitch is adding a better quarter defense is playing better we got Atlanta next week which jeez <laughs> I don't know what they are I have no idea what they are yeah but um you know, starting the season off two, no, I think it's the first time it starts since I forget. I forget the stat. It was two thousand four. I want to say <laughs> somewhere in there, years ago. Um, yeah, but two and zero is two and zero in the NFL. There you go. I think with Atlanta, you just got to make sure that you don't let them get ahead by two. Or excuse me, you don't want to get ahead on them. You know, let right. them just go out, wear themselves out, get ahead. And then you got them right where where you want them, and then they can collapse again. Because <laughs> uh, although I guess this was like their, I was going to say only twenty point loss since um, or twenty point lead that they've lost since uh, the Super Bowl, but like that just should not happen, and it seems to happen to them. So um, I screwed up my uh, way to make fun of the Falcons there, but whatever. <laughs> I think people get the gist. Uh, yeah. So contract extension watch for Mitch. Where are we? Contract extension watch. The uh, Mitch, the rejuvenation of Mitchell Trubisky. I tried to, I tried so hard, Marlo, to fit 
Mitchell Trubisky into the word rejuvenation somehow. <laughs> it's impossible. It's I'm pretty impossible. sure it's impossible. Remitchination. Um, the best I came out. Hold on, I wrote it down. Where did it go? Remitchination doesn't work. Doesn't, it doesn't work. work. That no. sounds. That sounds like a really bad like rock band or something. Nope, not good. Um, you know what? I again, same thing as last week. During these first two quarters, looks very had some awesome throws. Had some on the money throws. Had some uh, improvised throws, which was good to see. Um, but you know, like at the end of the day, like Ari put up 17 points in the first half and zero in the second half is not going to mm-hmm. get it done. Not going to get it done in the NFL. Um, on a weekly basis, so I, I think the I think it's still on hold. I think he hasn't shown obviously hasn't shown enough to. He still hasn't even shown a complete game. Um, so it's about you know mm-hmm. at this point he continued on his path on another team. Is he a starter? It's a, it's a huge maybe, <laughs> you know. So yeah. Um, contract watch the the ink the uh, quill is still within the ink. Not even picking it up yet. Uh. All right. Well, I say extend them. All right. Packers. <laughs> <laughs> some, I'll start you out with some, uh, I guess, my stats of the day. Not a really a great graphic today. They didn't really give a graphic. I hope I don't have to watch Greg Jennings call every Packer game because that's going to be a tough season <laughs> if he's on the call every game. He's two for two so far. Um, all right. Graphic apparently, or stats, excuse me. Apparently, the Packers have not lost in September at Lambeau Field since 2012. Oof. That seems, I mean, I guess maybe you're getting, what, two games at most during that time? So, uh, okay, pretty impressive, I guess. But um, there you go. Since 2012, found that crazy. Uh, the Lions have been up double digits in their last four games, and they've managed to lose them all, which is a very li- very Lions-y it's stat. So Lions. Um and then the Packers have scored 85 points now, uh, 42 today, 43 against Minnesota last week. They've now scored 85 points through two games, which is the second most in franchise history. Uh, another year, they scored 88. Another year, they scored 88. So those are my interesting Packers stats. Stat heavy here, Marlo. Okay. Um, I think the most interesting thing of this 85 points – uh, and and the, I guess the Packers' offensive onslaught as it is through the first two games has been the balance of it. And I guess maybe how, – how do I want to say this? Um, balance is always praised in the NFL, and obviously it's something that you, that you want to get. And the way that they were talking about the balance of the Packers' offense was as if – Having rushing and passing be more equal was better than just having like more of one or the other. And I was like, balance is fine, but you still want more yards. You still want to be more successful uh, overall than just a split between rushing and passing. Um, but the Packers have achieved quite a balance. They have a, just over 1,000 yards, 1,010 yards through two games, 593 through the air, 417 on the ground. Uh, which is just an incredible start to the season, um, especially if you include in those two division games. And while at the end of the year you might not look back at the Lions uh, as the best defensive team, I don't think that's going to happen. And you might back, look back at the Vikings, and we'll talk about them a little more in a bit, um, and question their defense too. Those are still division games that you don't expect to see this kind of... I mean, it's the you know it's the black and blue division, right? You don't expect to see this kind of offensive production, especially in the first two weeks. So it's really impressive to see those things happen. And I think from a Packers fan standpoint, uh, it's impressive to see these continue the, the success continue through the game because last year we saw lots of success early in the first quarter, uh, early in games, excuse me, in the first quarter, into the second quarter, but then the offense would kind of stall. It wouldn't continue to operate at that efficiency, but through two games at least, we're seeing it continue to be uh, efficient. Um, that's what I got. Oh, I had a, the my favorite uh, ESPN analytics tweeted out. Uh, the Packers had the blocking advantage, which means more blockers and defenders in a box. Apparently, uh, on ninety four percent of Aaron Jones's rushes Sunday, the highest rate of his career. The Lions didn't have eight plus men in a box on any of Jones's rushes Sunday. He rushed for one hundred sixty eight yards. 
that that is baffling. It's <laughs> <That is> baffling. <laughs> that we just we just ran the ball over them, and they never put an eighth man in the box. That is absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, it was so, the defensive guy. Yeah, Patricia, Patricia, defensive guy. Defensive guy. When he 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 always looks so flummoxed when things don't go his way. He just kind of gets these like pursed lips, and he's like, "Hmm, <laughs> I drew that up differently," or like, "I expected a different outcome out of this," and like, "Well, it's beyond me." <laughs> kind of look. It's 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 very peculiar. Um, and now the lines are zero and two. Oh, and two. So tough start for the Lions. Next week, Packers got New Orleans. Um, basing my analysis of New Orleans off just one game, very worried about it. Uh, their defense looked pretty good. Looked like it contained Tom Brady pretty well in week one. We'll see tomorrow what they do to the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, but it sound, it seems like it's going to be a shootout the way the Packers have been playing the way New Orleans you expect them to play, so that's next Sunday night. Uh, should be a pretty entertaining game, and I hate I hate when the Packers play Sunday night, Marlo. It's the worst. <laughs> Sunday night, I just want to sit back, relax, half watch a football game, half record a podcast. Yeah, you know yeah. the usual. And then next week, I gotta stress out and just I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like Sunday night games. Yeah, well, I like it when because we record while the game's on, and you're kind of halfway there. Um, we get some good reactions, some live reactions. Yeah, live reactions, me being. That's great. Um, other things in the NFL, Marlo, we had some former Badgers playing. I don't know. I, obviously, we always have former Badgers playing, but I'm yeah. just, I feel really tuned into how Jonathan Taylor and Quincy Cephas are doing this year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, obviously, with Marlon Mack's unfortunate injury last week, is kind of getting the bulk of the carries. He had 26 carries just over the century mark, 101 yards, and a touchdown. Added on uh, only two receptions. Last week he caught the ball a couple more times uh, for nine yards. And Cephas had, uh, what was it, 54 yards I saw on three, 54 yards on three catches. Although, to be fair, most of those were in, um, I don't want to say garbage time, but when the Lions had to throw and they had to put an extra wide receiver out there, I would have liked to see him out there sooner because uh, he, I mean, he looked pretty good um, when he was. Was making plays out there. So, did you take anything away from the the Badgers' performances today in the NFL? John Taylor's first touchdown in the NFL. Yep. Congrats, uh, first win. Congrats. Um, I didn't see uh, crafts. Well, obviously, like I said, there's other Badgers out there. I kind of tune into Melvin and Denver. Um, but, but yeah, that's it. I agree. Hanging, um, feel really in tune with Taylor and Cephas because those are our yeah. guys. Yeah, his touchdown was pretty good, uh, pretty Taylor-like run, too. He just showed some patience following his blockers and, and, and kind of snuck into the end zone. So I think it was, you know, that was kind of, uh, I guess, Taylor-esque of, of a touchdown. So it was, it, was, it was a good run and really, really fun to see. Um, all right, let's do a little bit of a, a segment here, Marlo. Let's okay. go. All right, we're going to look at the surprising teams, or I guess the 2-0 and teams, and we're going to... Pick a team that you weren't considering a contender that you now think is for real. All right. Right? So yep. the teams, available options, 2-0 teams, Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, Steelers, Titans, Cardinals, Rams, Packers, Bears. Any of those jump out to you as somebody who is surprising you that they're 2-0 and you think will continue to be successful? Um. I mean, the I guess like the obvious figures. I think is continue to be successful. Yeah, great question. I, well, yeah, I, not not that they're just surprising that they're two and zero. Yeah, like the Bears, but <laughs> that you think will continue. Did you continue like like they're they're you misread them, and now after their two and zero start, you now think that they are a contender for their division or onward. Yeah, I think we talked about this before the kickoff, though. But I think the Bills, right? Um, yeah. They got, they're two and zero. They have the now that I've gotten a look at the Patriots. Okay, they're okay. But I, and then I look at the Bills, who look pretty good. I I think they can continue. And I've taken this to a different level about winning a division. Um, but 
yeah, I think they can continue and, and keep in, you know, and move on, move on out of the shadow of New England and actually win that division this season. Yeah, what I think the interesting thing about the Bills was I, f- I had a little bit of a Cleveland vibe to them this year. Like everybody was on the Bills and everybody was excited about the Bills like they were with uh, Cleveland last year. So it's like, okay, everybody's excited about you, but like let's get out there and do it. Um, you know, and I guess not the most emphatic win over Miami, but a win that, a win that hey, if you're a team that's going to push for the playoffs, push for the division, yep. that's a game that you don't play the best, because I don't think they played the best today, but you still find a way to win, uh, and that they did. So I like, I like that call. I really hope, I think, I really hope they do push just to beat New England, but I think that will make that division very interesting. I'm going to go with the Cardinals, Marlo. They uh, had... Although they played a Washington team that I'm, the Washington football, Washington team, football that team, yeah, that I'm still unclear on how I, I didn't expect them to be good, so this shouldn't be like news that Arizona beat them, um, and they maybe Philadelphia's just bad. I, I, I still got to think that out in my head, uh, but the Cardinals look with a win over the 49ers and now a win in a game that they should win, and Kyler Murray just looks awesome. He looks like he's ready to take that step, ready to become a all-pro type player. And he is really fun, really, really fun to watch. So maybe I'm just distracted by his <laughs> his entertainment value. But I think that the Cardinals are, are really good, although that division is going to be tough as nails uh, to, to compete in. Uh, but I was looking at the Cardinals, I guess – Similar to the Bills and to the Cleveland thing, a lot of people are picking them as kind of a dark horse sleeper, so maybe I'm just jumping on the bandwagon a little <laughs> bit late here, but I yeah. wanted to see it before I believed in the Cardinals. I've seen it now in two games. Uh, I'm starting I'm starting to believe. Um, the only other team, the rest of the teams that are 2-0, I kind of expect. Bears are a surprise team, but we've kind of talked about them, and uh, we don't need to, I guess, get into that more. The other one might be the Rams. But again, yeah, this division is my, so is so tough. That was going back and forth between that. Just because the Ram, it's like Rams had that down season last season after right after going to the Super Bowl, so it's it's a little surprising. But they didn't lose any. I mean, besides Gurley, <laughs> I guess right. But Gurley yeah. was kind of yeah. limping around last year. They didn't really lose any talent. It was just like if um, they could recapture the same McVay right. from his his rookie season or from the Super Bowl R- season. Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. And that division is going to be. So I just can't get over that division. They got the Cardinals, Rams, Seattle's up right now, twenty-eight seventeen. But it looks like New England's about to score here in the, it's just the start of the fourth quarter. And the Forty ers are good. So those are four good teams. And they're you put in the O's teams in another division. They're probably going to make the playoffs. And I, I, I know the rules change a little bit. There's an additional wild card, right? But I'm pretty sure that four teams. In the same division can't make the playoffs, so that'll be interesting. All right, let's flip it on its head, Marlo. Let's go most disappointing team. So this would be a team that's 0-2, a team that you thought could do something, a team you thought had expectations, uh, but now after 0-2, you're giving up on. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is a wild way. So we got the Jets, Dolphins, Broncos, Bengals, Texans, Giants, Eagles, Vikings, Lions, Falcons, Panthers. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I would say Texans, but like I said last week, that's just all part of their master plan um, to lose the first four and then knock off ten in a row. Uh, so I won't, I won't go there. So I'll go with the Falcons, right? Okay. Um, and I feel like this is one of those like every season, this is the season type of thing that Falcons get. You know, this is. Um, this is the season they, they kind of break through after their Super Bowl debacle. But I just think, like, what they did today, obviously they can score. Obviously they have a talent out there. It's just like, why can't they get it together? Um, mm-hmm. And so that's why it's, yeah, I think that's why it's just disappointing. It's, they could put, they could put things together. They just can't, they just seem like they can't finish anything right now. Yeah, it's it's really strange, and obviously there must be something wrong with their defense because they're giving up way too many points. And it's, I don't know what it is about the team that they can't protect a lead. I don't know. It is Matty Ice just like he can't? 
like watching the Packers say protected lead, it, there was a lot of kind of, you know, third and fours, third and sixes that, you know, they're able to pick up because Rodgers creates or, you know, he makes the, the right read and, and they pick those things up. And those are the kind of plays you need to protect leads, to, you know, make the game shorter, make sure you don't give the opponents another chance. And it just seems like the Falcons are incapable of doing those types of plays, creating those long drives. They can rack it up when they're trying to score, right? They can get points when uh, the pressure's not on or it's early in a game or when they're behind and they need to. But when they're up, it seems like the offense just stalls to uh, a, not, not even a stop, but like a, like a, a time stop. <laughs> and yeah. just they just give the ball back without taking any time off the clock, without converting any first downs. Um, yeah, I I don't want to give up on them yet, but I, I, I get where you're at. And I think the the uh, the is it emotional, the mental effect of losing the way they did today. I don't know if that's going to carry forward. But, you know, I talked about the, the NFC West being pretty tough. The NFC South should be pretty tough, too. You got, obviously, the Saints and the new look... Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that should be pretty good, right? So Falcons can't afford really to lose more. Um, that's a good one, though. I, I, I thought you were going to go Texans. I thought you were going to go Texans, but uh, I forgot about your master plan. You're in Bill O'Brien's master plan. Um, all right, I'm going to go with the Vikings. Uh, and mainly, I guess the main reason is their team is entirely set up for everything to be good and Kirk Cousins to be good enough. But what happens when the everything that is good isn't good anymore? Like if that defense isn't good, if that running game isn't good enough and through two games, those two things haven't been good enough. Now you're relying on Kirk Cousins to do more than just be okay at being Kirk Cousins. And today he had three interceptions and he looked Awful, and he did. He looked awful through three quarters of the Packers games, and I'm I'm worried about the Vikings, and maybe I'm just hoping, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm worried about the Vikings because I don't think those other parts of the team that aren't Kirk Cousins are as strong as we thought going into the season, and if those things aren't as strong, you have to rely on Kirk Cousins more. And that's not a great spot to be in. So I'm now worried about the Vikings. Whereas going into the season, I thought that they were right there with the Packers as the the um, most likely teams to win the North. Yeah, um, I I think it's the Kirk Cousins effect. <laughs> so I it doesn't. It, I mean, I'm not. Is it for me? It's not that disappointing because. I mean, it's, it's, it's Vikings and the Kirk Cousins. It's the Kirk Cousin Vikings. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what more to say there. But you still kind of think they're going to go 10 and 6, 9 and 7. They'll still find get a way. There. I, I think that, yeah, they had a rough start. They have they enough. Had a rough you know, start, but they'll still, I think they'll still turn out uh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm worried. I'm worried about them and I'm, you know, gleefully worried about them. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's. I guess we'll look at the, the surprise, surprising teams and disappointing teams here so far in the NFL. Uh, the other big storyline this week, Marlo, was the injuries. And, I, I mean, it was the quantity, and we'll find out in the next couple of days, I guess, the severity of them. Uh, but there, So there's, there were those two things, but also kind of the names that it was associated with. So we'll start off with uh, Saquon Barkley, who is near and dear to my heart as the being the running back on the two fantasy teams that I'm in. Uh, very worried about that. He, they're worried about an ACL injury, which is absolutely terrifying. Uh, I, I mean, Didn't he's one good. of those guys. I think that it's about like he's a big enough name. I think right. He's a entertaining enough running back that his injury is kind of like a league wide thing, right? Yeah. Um, McCaffrey went out, left the game with an ankle. Although that doesn't seem nearly as serious as an ACL. That doesn't mean he's not hurt, but. Doesn't sound like that's so dirt on that McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you said Saquon's injury didn't look good. I only saw uh, a shot or two of the replay, but it looked like he just—it was like a—I don't want to say it was a non-contact, but it was like a light contact that his, yes. his leg just went weird. Yes, went the wrong way. 
Yeah, it's like yeah. it went the wrong way under pressure. It was I didn't. I never like those things. I hate when they do it. No. Motion. And that, yeah, I saw it once, and I was like, I don't need to. I don't. I don't need to see it again. Like it's just. I don't. I don't need to see it again. Like it's just. Um, so he got he got caught by his reaction. Yeah. Like he was upset going off, um, which is always a bad sign. Uh, Drew Lock got hurt, and I, I I wrote that down. I unclear of how big of a deal that is because <laughs> I'm unclear of how good Drew Locke is and we haven't really got a chance to see him. Uh, 49ers just decimated, absolutely decimated today. Jimmy G left the game. Nick Bosa carted off. Salman Thomas carted off. Raheem Most- Mostert carted off. Another fantasy running back of mine. Uh, not to make their injuries about me, Marlo, but uh, it, it's a frustrating game that we sign up for. Um that's a lot of injuries for the 49ers who already had injury concerns going into the game. Yeah, they're that's all it's a firstly it's a full roster of 49ers is going down which sucks for I mean it obviously sucks for them. Those are the big names like Jimmy G and Nick Bosa uh yeah. going down and it seems like Bosa's could be pretty serious uh possibly season ending. Yeah, um, yeah, which isn't good. So that's a, not a good look. Not a good look for a team that was looking to contend um, after coming so up with a Super Bowl loss. So do we chalk these up? Is this, you know, no preseason stuff? Or are, is would that be just kind of uh, recency bias to say, look, yeah, these big I, names I, are going to I feel hit. like this happens every, every year. There's some week where there's some bigger names that get hurt. Or there's a lot mm-hmm. of injuries, and then we always like, well, is it too much preseason, or did they not play enough preseason? It's like I don't, who knows? I, <laughs> you know, who knows? I was a little, I'm a little, I'm a couple of credits shy of my uh, doctor degree in uh, sports medicine, but um, I don't. We were we were pre med for a couple of weeks. Though. Yeah, definitely <laughs> pre med for a couple of weeks. But <laughs> you know, I don't know if definitely if you could say that's, you know, a couple an ACL tear wouldn't happen. Yeah. Because you were able to have preseason or other conditioning, you know. All so, right. yeah. But I feel like Tough. it's a topic every 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 season around this time, week two. Or yeah, two. yeah. There's the, you're right. There is a week, and I just I think it's every year. It just is like this is this is the year where it's the worst. Yeah. Um, in the Packers game, um, they had uh, Corey Lindsley, the uh, center, left the game and didn't return. Um, Devonte Adams left the game with a hammy. Uh, although I think he could have played if they needed him, but they didn't need him uh, in this one. He stayed with his, his pads and everything on. So that was how the Packers, I guess, were affected with the injury bug this week. Um, all right, looking at the next week, Marlo, we got another great one on Thursday night. Um, Miami and Jacksonville. So battle for uh, the great state of Florida. Um does the NFL Network not want people to sign up for the NFL Network? Because they, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Good call, games. dude. Good call on that. Yeah, having the Thursday on the first few on the NFL Network, which I don't understand. I guess because it's in the middle of I don't know middle of baseball now. I don't know why they have it, but um, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Just put it on the freaking. Is it Fox that has it now on Thursday night? Yeah, Fox has it now. Yeah, yeah just put it on Fox, man. I, I hate this. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But we had the Battle of Ohio. Now we have the Battle of Battle of oh, Florida. Florida. Um, yep. So I guess if we continue on that, we have a couple a couple possible matchups brewing next Thursday. God, if we get a Battle of New York, the Jets and Giants on Thursday night, that would just be the icing on the poop cake of uh, <laughs> Thursday night football on the NFL Network. So. Uh, if you have the NFL Network, congratulations. I can't believe anybody's going to buy the NFL Network to watch this game. Um, so that's Thursday night. Monday night is probably the best matchup you could pick. right? You got Kansas City against Baltimore, the two best teams in the AFC, the two most exciting quarterbacks in the NFL. Really looking forward to that one. Uh, yeah, it should be ex- oh, God, it should be, yeah, it should be good on the, on the Monday night slate. Going with my boy Lamar Jackson on that one. I uh, hope he shows out. Yeah, I think especially after uh, the Kansas City, uh, the who did they play today? Kansas City Chargers game. There we go. Yeah. Today, um, which Kansas City won with a with a 
overtime field goal, um, you kind of you look at that Chargers team, you look at the Ravens team, and you go, man, this Ravens team is more talented than than them. They should be able to give Kansas City a good game. It'll be really interesting and could go a long way into determining you know home field and and whatnot in the playoffs. Although who knows how important that is these days. Yep. Um, but it will be a really good matchup. We talked about Sunday night, Green Bay and New Orleans earlier. Um, we talked about Bears Atlanta next week. So Marla, what's your not Bears not prime time game of the week that you're most excited for? Um, so we got a Are They for Real Bowl going on with the Rams and Bills, which nice. I'll be looking forward to. So the two two and O teams that we kind of we talked about a little earlier that we kind of had questions that are playing each other, and one will be three and O. So are they for real? That's. That's a great call, Marlo. I really like the uh, the impetus you put onto that game. Uh, that that will be interesting. Although I'm guessing our market, we're probably going to be getting the Chicago game, so yeah. we'll have to find another way another way to watch that. Uh, some other ones I thought about, Marlo. Uh, I almost said the San Francisco game. Not looking forward uh, for that. I think Cincinnati Philadelphia might be interesting just Ooh, to see if Phil. If Philadelphia is that bad, yep, that might be a loser. Goes home. Houston and Pittsburgh. Houston has had an amazingly difficult schedule early on with Kansas City, Baltimore, and now Pittsburgh. Um, that might be interesting. But I'm going to go with uh, – oh, I wanted to talk about Detroit, Arizona. I think there's a good chance it ends in a tie because those teams <laughs> did that last year, and that would be hilarious if they did it again. And Detroit finds ways to lose games. Arizona – those games they should be winning. Arizona finds ways. It seems like in the recent past, but maybe not this year, uh, because they're actually better. But finds ways to win games they shouldn't. But I'm going to go with Dale, Seattle, Marlowe, just because of the name brands. Um, it's going to look good on the TV. It's in Seattle. Uh, we're going to get Dak versus Russ. Uh, it will be interesting. And if if Dallas doesn't look good in this game because they shouldn't have won today, they looked terrible against the Rams, I might start giving up on Dallas, uh, which I'm okay to do. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, but I think it'll be a really interesting to see how good Dallas is. And um, I think it's the, the best non-primetime matchup. All right, uh, that's it for NFL Marl. Anything else for the pro football league no that's week two and a glance at week three i think we're good we killed there it. there we go all right well let's talk some nba um this feels like old old hat old hat now i'm not excited <laughs> <laughs> not excited at all uh, this feels like old hat now marlo but uh lake uh i guess let's go back to was it it was early last week i don't remember the exact date whatever clippers completed the collapse up three one and not only up 3-1, but they were up huge in the fourth quarter in Game 6 and in Game 7 um, and just fell apart. And I don't know where you go from here. They have only they have Paul George and Kawhi under contract for one more year. What seemed like a kind of like instant piece together get to the conference championship, get to the final type team, suddenly doesn't feel that way anymore. Um, I'm sure if you listen to our podcast, you listen to other sports podcasts, you've listened to other people follow us, I'm sure you've heard a lot about that, but I just wanted to take a moment to just also put my hands up and go, what the hell happened? This is crazy. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. Well, Denver doing it again, but I think we we talked about it, how it was, you know, we thought it was Denver's dead man walking and Oh, they just kind of put it away, and obviously they didn't. And it's just like, you know, you, you got Kawhi, you got Paul George, you guys are cruising. And I, we talked throughout the playoffs, like, all right, they're going to turn it on. Um, they weren't playing that good of teams, and it just it just caught up to them. It just caught up to them, and they just let they just let the chance go through. And now this sucks because now the Lakers are going to win. Yeah, now the Lakers are going to win. They're up 2-0 in the series. Anthony Davis just hit a game winner right before we hit the record button, so that oh, did help the mood yeah. uh, in in the recording studio that is my basement. Um, <laughs> that didn't that didn't help, but it 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 frustratingly has just set up for the Lakers uh, overall. Right, the Bucks falling apart, the Clippers falling apart. Um, somehow. 
Denver getting... Although, I guess, if you didn't pick the Clippers, right? Denver's probably the next team you would have picked to try to beat the Lakers, but whatever. Um, their two biggest con- contenders essentially just fell apart in the in the bubble. Uh, and now... I, I don't know. I, I can't see... Denver doing it again and coming back against the Lakers down two games in a series. I can't see the Heat beating them, and I can't see the um, Celtics beating them, although that series is very entertaining. So, ugh, it sucks. Lakers are going to win. Yeah. Sucks. Fuck. And maybe this is a reverse jinx attempt, but we're going to try it. We're going to try it. Uh, other news, Marlo, Giannis won the MVP back-to-back MVPs, and the narrative, all the talk was about how LeBron James didn't win and his thoughts and comments on it, which was incredibly frustrating. Yeah, when that when Giannis first was announced, I was excited. I was excited for you, Casey. I knew it. I was happy. My first question, I didn't, didn't you know, look up how many back-to-back MVPs has LeBron won. Yeah. I don't... Probably one, if any, because so his this was part of LeBron James' complaint, right? He's finished second four times, <laughs> and you know the <laughs> the MVP isn't the, isn't necessarily an award for the best player in the league, although that's often so that's how some people view the MVP. Yeah. Um, I view it much more in a narrative sense, like you know who was the best player narrative in that season so last year it was Giannis coming on the scene this year was Giannis leading the NBA uh excuse me the NBA's best team regular season team and that's what they vote on into the into the into the um pandemic or into the stoppage or whatever and that that makes sense those are the narratives of those seasons when russell westbrook won for his triple doubles that was the narrative of the season it well, he wasn't the best player but the he was the best player narrative of that season so i like to view it as that regard uh lebron james apparently wants there to be some sort of like agreed upon metrics for the mvp which is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard <laughs> Who decide these metrics and what? Yeah. What would that even accomplish? It was, abs- um, so it, I guess I it was just frustrating that like him being upset about it became the story. I understand that he would be upset about it because he's LeBron James. He he's LeBron James, and like he probably should have won more MVPs. But whatever, you know. I just feel like. What? But you're fine. You're all right. Your your legacy's going to be fine. Like, you're. This isn't the year to make that argument. This isn't the year to say like I should have won it over Giannis. There are other years that he probably should have won it that he didn't. That he could have made that argument and didn't. So, just uh, congratulations, Giannis. Um, I think it was. I think it was deserved. And I don't think um, I could. I could see an argument, but I don't think it is a winning argument that LeBron should have won it. So if the regular season would have finished out and things would have gone differently than the uh, pandemic situation, maybe. But you can't just sit here and go, well, if that would have happened, then LeBron would have done this and Giannis would have done that. That doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like You have to go with what happened. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it, it is what it is. Everyone, it was every, like you said, everyone's in the same situation, so we have to go based on what has happened on the court. So stop the crying. Take that, LeBron. There we go. Um, take that, LeBron. Uh, I guess we, we only slightly mentioned the East. The East has been an entertaining series. Uh, the Heat are good, and it's frustrating that yeah. they're good. They are Jimmy um, Buckets. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy Butler, who shouldn't be the the with Jimmy Butler as their best player should be in the Eastern Conference Finals, but here we are, and they're doing it with Bam. Right? It's just guys who like you look at individually and go like, you, I kind of feel like okay, and then you put them on the team together, you, they way outperform what you would expect them to do, and they kind of you do the whole sum of the parts thing and they are just a really good team and it's really frustrating <laughs> that they're that they're that good um 
it felt like it was going to be a sweep. Gordon Hayward came back, uh, played some key minutes. He wasn't great, but he was better than whoever the hell was playing in his stay. Uh, series now 2-1. Uh, Marlo, are you going to continue with the Heat taking this, or do you think the Celtics can come back and win this? I think the Celtics come back, can come back and win it. Um, I can't remember what we predicted at the beginning of this, but this has the uh, smell of a seven-game series on it right now. Yeah, I can see that. I take that. I watching these two teams play basketball is fun, and I don't. I guess I would. I want them to win or lose at an equal level. So um, somebody just got really injured and is in a lot of pain in the football game. <laughs> um, so I'm actually enjoying the series. Like I don't have a, a too big of a rooting interest. So it's been it's been fun to watch. Uh, Tyler Harrell is a very good basketball player. Yeah, he is. <laughs> For a rookie, it's at, absolutely unbelievable to watch him uh, play out there in this in this series and play. I mean, he's the f- fourth most important player. Sometimes, depending on the game, second most important player for uh, the Heat, which is crazy to think about. And he's on the Heat and not the Celtics. Marl, I don't know if you knew this because they were they had a, a coin flip. Oh, he was the co- that was the coin flip. That was the coin flip. Yeah, that was the yeah, coin I flip. Didn't. So the Heat got the pick before the Celtics. I think the Heat pick the Heat obviously picked Tyler Harrow, and um, the Celtics picked uh, Langford, oh. who's not been good. No, okay. not been good. Um, all right, that's all I got in the NBA, Marlo. Anything else NBA stuff? No for you. No, no. I could just say that the NBA did what. It like the restart was like perfect. It did what it did. I got my NBA in, and, and um, yeah. it's almost finals time. But now, like football's here. Yeah, you're. And, and now yeah. that I know LA is going to win, I'm kind of checked out. Let's be honest. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> good job, NBA. Uh, the Bulls. The Bulls have a coach yet? No, no coach. No, yet. no. All Bulls right. Watch still on. All right. I still haven't heard back on my interview. So okay. Well, it's right. yeah, or my 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 resume. I sent it. So. Drive down there and knock on the yeah. Door. Just yeah. Just you know, go to the United Center and camp out there. Yeah. Till, All right. Till they see me for my interview. Yeah. So NBA. That's it. Um, now we go on to everyone's favorite segment, Casey's corner. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Oh, week two of the Premier League, Marlo. We had a really good matchup, I guess. Looking at on paper coming in, Liverpool and Chelsea. That was the main uh, game, at least for me today, obviously with Liverpool, but it was a really good matchup. Um, it was a very interesting first half. Um, Liverpool dominated the majority of the ball, creating some chances, but Chelsea looking very threatening on the counterattack uh, until just before halftime. Um, Liverpool had a little counterattack of their own. Sadio Mane got behind the Chelsea defense. Christensen just kind of tackled him, <laughs> got a red card, and sent off. Completely changed the complexion of the game. Liverpool got two quick goals in the second half um, and and sealed a game that they, after the red card, should have won. It was good to see them kind of convert on the opportunity. Um, it will be interesting to see Chelsea later in the year. They have a lot of new players they brought in, um, three or four attacking players. They got a new center back coming in, so all these transactions are kind of new players are coming in as the season is going so um it'll be interesting to see what they look like in a couple months the other big result of the week marlo was crystal palace three manchester united one um always fun to see manchester lose so that's the only reason i wanted to bring that one up uh next week uh well on monday we got so to, to uh, monday of this week we got um, two games, so it's exciting to have two games in the middle of the day on a Monday, including Wolves versus Manchester City, which is a relatively interesting matchup. And then next week, the prime game or the key game is Liverpool-Arsenal, uh, and uh, that's on Monday, and Leicester City versus Manchester City on Sunday. So that's what we have to look forward to in the EPL. Marlowe and I I did a quiz on ESPN. So ESPN Ooh. has the um, German Bundesliga rights now so they had on their soccer page um 
do a fill, fill out a quiz to find your German team. So I did that, and it put me with RB Leipzig. Um, okay. Which, so everybody in German football hates RB Leipzig because, so they're owned by Red Bull, um, or the guy who owns Red Bull. Uh, so they're like new money. Yeah. And it's like disrupting the the order of German football. Uh, So I might try, and I complain about this all the time in the Premier League because Liverpool, I mean, I guess they're owned by John Henry's investment company. So it's not like (laughs) they're poor, but they're not, uh, you know, the Emirates or anything. So um, I complain about it, but I might switch on this Marlowe and root for RB Leipzig as the uh, in the in the Bundesliga. We'll see. I'll figure it out, but that's kind of being promoted and it's more in my face, so I might talk about that a little bit more. As if the corner kick wasn't long enough. So there we go. That's corner kick for the week, Marlo. All right. Exciting stuff. Um corner kick done. We are at our throw ins. Yeah. So we have some throw ins for this week, Casey. We do. Well we'll start with the US Open. What's that? Um, oh golf. Golf is happening. Uh, I remember when we were like, oh, look, all these golf tournaments, are these important golf tournaments are going to happen in the fall, and it's going to be great. No, I don't. I forget that they're there. <laughs> and they're too close together, and it doesn't fit um, with my normal, my normal calendar. My normal sports calendar is thrown off. I didn't expect the U.S. Open this weekend. I still followed along, and when it kind of got out of out of hand today with uh, Bryson DeChambeau running away with it, I kind of tuned out. But uh, U.S. Open uh, was won by Bryson DeChambeau. He won by six strokes. He was minus six. The next close side was even, which means the course won, Marlo. Course, course won the U.S. Open. Congratulations to the course. I'm taking the cup or whatever they get from DeChambeau, and I'm giving it to the course. <laughs> so good job. Good job by the course. Way to go. Uh, other than that, and, it, and <laughs> the groundskeepers, they each get it like a, 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 a turn with it or whatever. They get a yeah. certain amount of time till next year. Uh, NHL's happening, Marlo. Uh, oh, stars yeah. are a game up on the Lightning. Um, these are the two teams I wanted in the finals, and now in their finals, I'm like, I don't care about these two teams. Why was, why was I rooting for these two teams again? Uh, two, but here we are. Two cities that shouldn't have hockey. Yeah, but they beat the teams I didn't want to be in there for whatever reason. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, the Stars have uh, gosh, uh, Pavalski, so go them. Go them. Um, all right, that was my uh, that was my hockey coverage. Marlo, uh, I see you have a baseball throw in here. Yeah, because you gave up on baseball. But White Sox, yeah. <laughs> White Sox clinched the playoff spot this week. Uh, so yeah. They're in. Yeah, they're just climbing up to get uh yeah, they're gonna sit it, but yeah, the first time ooh, in a long since twenty twelve. Uh so yeah. Are they are they the first team to clinch? The first AL, no, they were the first AL team though. I forget the NL team that clinched. Oh, the, the Dodgers might have been the in the yeah, NL. So yeah, they're the first AL team to to clinch. Oh, nice. Wow. Wow. Must be nice having a, a good team to root for. Yeah, I definitely didn't put baseball in the normal rundown. I'm just <laughs> I, the Brewers had a good uh, good weekend series against the Royals, right? They're um, always good to play the Royals, but uh, it just seems like two steps forward, two steps back. It's like two steps forward, two and a half steps back for the Brewers this year. But uh, we'll keep going in if they, you know, get back in that playoff race, which they're still in. Maybe we'll move it back up from the throw-ins. Okay, all right. Congratulations, your White Sox, Marlon. It's very exciting. There you go. Um, all right. Anything else? Any other ones you got? No, that's all I got. We just got the two-minute warning here. Uh, Seattle up 35, doing good 30. Yeah. Thanks for the update. Uh, there we go. Thanks, everyone, who voted for us on the Wisconsin Podcast Association Awards. Uh, big award show, October 8th. Get your popcorn ready. Uh, maybe we'll have a party. I don't know. We'll see. Let's it's have a, a show? Yeah, there's a there's a whole there's a whole a whole production like the like the uh, Emmys that are going on right now. The Emmys are going on right now. <laughs> yeah, Shitsuke, <laughs> the drink is running away with it or ran away with it. At least the cow. Oh, um, it's a good show. Yeah, it's a great show. So yeah, October eighth. It's October eighth, and maybe we'll throw our own. It's a virtual, obviously, but maybe we'll throw our own virtual watch party. 
Who knows? Who knows? We're that might be fun. <laughs> we maybe right. will totally do it. It might be fun. <laughs> be, a, be on the lookout for the, the Zoom link and the invite. <laughs> All, yeah. right. All right, Casey, that is it. Um, as always, you can find us on Twitter at 132Breeze, myself at MarloJR, Casey at Prof Badger Fan. That will be it for me, Casey. You got any last words? Well, until next time, fellow fans, I hope all your favorite teams win all the sports. <laughs>